Welcome to the Faith Renewed Podcast. I'm Pastor Terry Rogers, and I want to thank you for listening to this message. If you want to learn more about Faith Renewed, check us out online at faithrenewed.org. Come on, thank you, Jesus. Can you just give God a praise offering right now, if you would? Amen. Before you're seated, turn around and say to two or three people, say, you look great today. Would you do that? Tell them, say, you look great today. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. What a great day it is to be in the house of the Lord, the first Sunday of December. Come on, somebody. We're there. Amen. Wow, it's amazing. It's wild. Amen. I'm just, uh, again, excited. Time is going by so quickly. Um, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come here, Chris, if you would. Uh, before he goes down, I uh, just want to say, this guy looks so good today in his For Unto Us attire. If, you, if you're interested in one of these, stop by Connections. 20 bucks. You look good in one as well. So, again, uh, swing by and pick that up if you're interested. Uh, limited supply of those. They're going quick, so uh, make sure you grab that. But hey, welcome to Faith Renewed. If you're, if you're here for the very first time, we're so super pumped. Maybe it's been a while. We're glad you're here. Faith family, let our first-time guests know you're glad they're here. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. We believe this. Once you drive on the campus, you're, you're part of a family, and uh, again, thankful to have you here. Oh, man, so good to see you, Kara. So good to have you guys with us. We love our online family, but we love it when they come and they're a part of the house. But, again, thank you to those who are tuned in. It's a great, great time, great day. Uh, love, again, uh, family dedications to the Lord. We're going to be having those again at 11. But don't forget, baptism next week. If you have uh, never been baptized and you know Jesus Take that next step in being baptized. Maybe it's a, you did that maybe when you was a young child and it's something, again, later in life, you've got a greater revelation and understanding and maybe recommitted your heart to the Lord, whatever. That's available as well, not a requirement, but it's an opportunity, again, to take those next steps to go public with your faith and with what God is doing in your life. Again, if you're interested, uh, please do that. And don't forget, um, we, we hear, you know, hear the word about Church Center app. Uh, we were having a conversation. Some who have been here a while don't, don't realize that is, again, a great way we communicate. So if you're interested, I would encourage you to download the Church Center app and, uh, again, stay connected to what's happening here at Faith Renew. But who brought a Bible to church? I see some across, I'll glance across the, the room. Amen. If you have your word with you, grab your Bible. If you're new with us, we're a Bible church, and uh, we believe the book is, uh, is by God, and, and it is his words to us and their life to us, and we believe cover to cover is true, and he wants us to live and walk that out. And so um, if you have yours today, turn to Isaiah chapter 9. Come on. Amen. Isaiah chapter 9. And um, if you are a mobile uh, version Bible app user, you can click on uh, that app at this time if you didn't bring your Bible. Um, or if you just like, you know, studying that way, click there on more than events on that app, and you'll see this live event taking place. But Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. Uh, if you have it, say, so have it. Yeah, man, y'all are so quick. Y'all are so good. Uh, verse 6 says this. It says, for unto us a child is born. Come on, somebody say, for unto us. For unto us, he came for us, 
For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government will be upon his shoulder. And his name will be called Wonderful. Counselor. Mighty God. Everlasting Father. Prince of Peace. Ooh, ain't that good, Freddie? Let's pray. Let's talk to, the, talk to the Lord this morning. God, we just thank you today for your presence in this place. Thank you for the Holy Spirit and for all that you're doing in our lives. And God, we just thank you that you are our living hope today, God. And we just give you praise for all that you're doing. And we just declare today over this house that hope will arise in Jesus' name. Would you say it with me? Amen, amen, amen. Uh, who, who's loving it? We're in a new season, amen? Come on, we're in a new season. December is here. Um, uh, Season-wise, uh, uh, it feels like summer season is back. Uh, spring season maybe is a, is a, is a, has arrived. I heard someone say uh, in South Carolina, it's a very special place. It's one of the places that you can experience all four seasons in one day. This is wild like that. We, we've almost seen that happen. But, um, excuse me, it is a new season, and it's just it's exciting. There's a lot of things happening. Uh, it's been a big weekend. You know, we're in the Christmas party season. Maybe you've already uh, attended some. We've had some here already. It's been a great time. Uh, yesterday, our breakfast with Santa kicked yeah. off a very full day yesterday, and uh, great times just celebrating uh, children again this season that way as well. Uh, last night, any ladies in the house who went to our ladies ornament exchange? Do it one more time. Come on, if you were at the ladies' ornament exchange, come on, let us hear you. Yeah, yeah. If you didn't go, woo-woo, and you were a lady, we missed you. They'd love to have you at the be of the next one, be a part of that. Uh, but again, thank you to everyone who helped make yesterday happen. Uh, again, so many people play parts in, in making the events take place just Sunday, just Wednesday, day in, day out operations. Again, thank you so much to those who did that. But we are in a new season, and it's also time for, it's a new series today. We're kicking off today, and so it is called For Unto Us. Um, last week, spent some time uh, just during this Thanksgiving season between our Jehovah series and the launch of uh, this For Unto Us series. We took a couple of weeks and uh, we just spent time in thanksgiving. Um, and again, we want to live that way. Amen? Yeah. We want to live that way in gratitude and in thanksgiving to the Lord. And so it was super cool. We heard stories of folks who are a part of this house, and they shared gratitude stories. And it's amazing what the grace of God has done in the lives of people in this place. Again, we're so thankful for that. Uh, we had more people show interest than we had time for in those two weeks to actually do. So we're going to be doing something. We're going to be putting together uh, some video testimonies and some gratitude, some faith stories from folks. Again, so if you were unable to be a part of getting on stage, sharing that over the last couple of weeks, but you're like, man, I want my story to be told. God, God, his word says this, we're overcomers by the blood of the lamb, the word of our testimony. It is powerful. Your story is powerful. So we're going to be actually doing some video recording of some of the testimonies, again, of those who uh, maybe were here or are unable to be here and to share. So if you're interested in doing that, please let us know. Be using those on social. It's going to be a great way to share the gospel, to get the word around in a different way. So again, if you're interested, please 
please let us know. I'd love to have you plugged in. But over the next four weeks, uh, we're going to be spending some time in this series called For Unto Us. And, uh, I, man, I'm excited. I, I, I love, uh, again, this time of year uh, for, for many reasons, but I love what this season can bring for us. We're, we're going to be zeroing in on four things over the next four weeks and we're going to be looking this morning at something called hope. And, uh, and next week, we're going to be speaking and looking at joy. And uh, during baptisms, you will get to experience joy in this place. And so it's going to be a good time. And, and after that, we're going to be looking at third week, the peace of God. And then on Christmas Eve, Sunday morning, Christmas Eve, it falls on Christmas this year, 9 and 11 a.m., we're going to have a shortened family services here at the church at 9 and 11. I invite you to come, and we're going to be looking at the presence of God and looking at Emmanuel with us. Um, but today I want to do this. I, I, want to, I want to spend time teaching and talking about something called hope. It's so important. Uh, I, I don't know, if, have, have you ever like felt like hopeless. You ever been there? Uh, maybe like where you, you just, you know, again, believe there was no way out of a situation, that, that you felt hopeless. Like, man, you maybe because of situations that you put yourself in, maybe things that were done to you, whatever the reason, you felt like you were in a place of hopelessness. And um, it's very possible that room this size, this many people, as, as those who are tuned in, you may feel like you're there today. Maybe you feel like you're in that in this moment. And, um, and, and today, I, I'm, ex- I'm excited because what this season brings, the reminder of the hope that comes. Uh, we, we sing songs like, man, this is the most wonderful time of the year. Uh, for some, their song is, this is the most difficult time of the year. And, um, and, and it's, a, it's a hard time, but I believe that can change today. I believe the I believe Father wants to bring and restore today hope. And I believe he wants to restore that in the lives of the people of this house. Because how many knows when Jesus came, he changed everything. Hey, man, that's what this season's about. It's, so when Jesus came, he changed everything. And so he'll take, and that's what this season will do. It can take hopelessness and fill that with hope today. And that's my prayer. It's been this week, I was like, God, put hope in every hopeless place and, uh, and restore that to the hearts. He's going to do it this morning in your life. I believe that today. But I just want to zero in just a few moments today for a few, few minutes on, on a few things about hope that as I was studying, preparing this week, they're really just came off, you know, the pages and, and, and leaped in my heart. And the first one is that we need to see this, is that first of all, that hope is here. Like that is, I, I, that is something that Christmas reminds us of, that this season will do, that this reminds us today that hope is here for us. This is the, if you're a part of, you know, we don't, you know, follow it closely and have to do all the things that are upon it, but this in the Christian calendar, this is the first day of Advent, and we've been talking about Advent, and if you're familiar with that, um, it serves really, I believe today, as an important reminder to the church. It's an important season. Uh, It comes from the Latin word adventus, which means arrival or coming. And so this is, this is a time, and some of you, I've actually seen people post, and they celebrate each day of that, doing that countdown, that remembrance time where that waiting period had been in play. And then on Christmas Eve and on Christmas Day, they celebrate that hope has arrived. 
Amen. Come on. The hope is here. And so I, I love this. I love, again, what this represents. And, um, and you can choose to celebrate it however you like. We don't like the candles here and do those types of things, but there's nothing wrong with that if you do. Uh, but I, I think it's important that we remember and we do look at kind of like what this represents for us. Um, this was a time in the Old Testament where we see that they were hoping and praying for the Messiah to come. Like the, the hope, Mike, who was going to save the world, who was going to save them. And, and it had been a time of struggle. It had, it had been a time for them of hopelessness. Uh, they had come out of a dark season, a dark era, a dark age even. And so we see again where Christ comes and, and, and he is a fulfillment of something. There are over 300 messianic prophecies in the Old Testament about the Messiah who was going to come. And man, I'm telling you, it is amazing. We see Jesus as a fulfillment of those prophecies. Are you thankful Jesus came? Amen. Anybody thankful that Jesus came and brought hope with him this morning? <clears throat> so I love it. And so again, Advent symbolizes that for us. It symbolizes again that Jesus came. And now, now we're actually kind of like the church today. Or we're, we're kind of like in what would be kind of referred to, some would say, as a second advent. What, what, is it, what do you mean? He's already come, right? Now, now, we know this. We know that Jesus Christ, he came to earth. Again, that was God being with us. Emmanuel coming to earth. And so, again, we celebrate Jesus comes. We, we celebrate that time of the year that Jesus came to us. But this, this is what he did. And he actually comes to earth. He actually, as he comes to earth, God in the flesh, he takes upon the sin of the world. He lays his life down. He dies on a cross for, in our place for our sin. He, he actually, he died. Scripture says that he died, but then he resurrected on the third day. Amen? And that he is alive. And, and we, we see in Scripture where he revealed himself to over 500 people. He made, like, made sure the story was clearly presented, that it would not get twisted. He had eyewitness examples that show that Jesus Christ was risen from the grave. And then he does this. He, sends, he ascends to heaven, and he's going to come again. So we're kind of like in this moment, in this Advent season, of waiting. Now, this is the beauty this morning that we have. This for us now should not, in between these two events, it is now no longer a time of hopelessness. Why? Because hope is here. Oh, man, because hope is here today. And so this hope that we have, that again, he's going to return again, but yet he came. He's already come. We, we have the luxury today of having the story that we read, seeing the prophecies fulfilled, opening up the New Testament, looking at Luke chapter 2, reading that for unto us that that Savior was born that day in the city of David, that he came for us and that he's here today. And in Titus chapter 2, verses 11 through 14, we see this. We see that for the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. Whoo, come on, man. That's me and you. That's the hope that we have today. Salvation has appeared to all. Jesus Christ came for all. He came, hope came for all. He's teaching us, this is what that should do. It's teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly righteously and godly in the present age. Yeah. 
That's what in, in our waiting, in our time, what does this look like for us? And then verse 13 says this, looking for the blessed hope. Amen. We're looking for the blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who did this for us, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from every lawless deed, purify for himself his own special people, zealous for good works. Man, that is awesome news today. That meant he came for us. Now, this is what we need to see. The promise for Israel in their waiting and the promise for us today is Jesus. It's fulfilled in the purpose of Je- purpose and presence of Jesus. And so, again, hope is here. So we do this. It's with reflection and celebration that we live in anticipation and preparation. Don't ask me to say that again. All right. But we, it, it is during that time. Go back and watch the live stream and, and go watch and listen to the podcast. But, but it's how we are to live today in this time of anticipation, of expectation, preparing our hearts for the return of Christ. But it is not today without hope. It is not today without hope as we live in this time, as we look at this time today, we focus in on it, we zero in on it, we look to Christ because he is our answer. But I I feel like in in a way that Christmas has been turned into a time of waiting on Christ to waiting on Santa to come. You know what I'm saying? And and now now, now I I know you're going to, and I say that after coming off of a big celebration yesterday of having breakfast with my man. Amen. You know, and, 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 and having pictures made. And it was a great time for some. For some, not so much. There was a lot of terror uh, and a lot of screaming out. And, and uh, there's pictures, pictures to prove it. And, uh, but but we, we celebrated that time. And I don't think there's one single thing wrong with, with celebrating, giving gifts, talking about Santa, all those types of things. But you know what I loved yesterday? That, man, this is what we did. We brought all the people into this room. And Mr. Jean sat right here in his buddy elf style fashion. And, I, and, and he opened up the Bible. He opened up the scriptures and he read Luke 2 to our children. He said, man, we came when we, we had a good time today. We had fun. But he said, you know what Christmas is about? It's about Jesus. And I love that our kids, they were in there. And they were, yeah, yeah. And I mean, it was like, dude, these kids are fired up, man. This next generation is going after it, amen. And they were just like having this good time. But that's what this brings for us. It brings hope, and that's what this season's about. And so, again, it's about Christ coming, his return, him loving us, and him being there for us. Have you ever, like, felt like, man, that this would never come, that day would ever come? It's probably when you were a lot younger that you were kind of like, man, will Christmas ever get here? How many feels like today that it comes once a quarter now? Hey, man, it feels like it comes once a quarter now, and, like, they're coming around so much quicker and faster than they've ever come before, but... But this is what I want us to remember, that it was for unto us. So don't get so caught up in all this stuff. Enjoy it. Enjoy the time. Make memories. But celebrate the, the fact that Christ came for unto us. And he came to, again to be for, for us. Why? Because we needed him. We need him today. 
And if you need hope today, that's where it's going to be found in the person of Jesus. And, and what I love in this story, we actually see, when you see typically referred to child in scripture, you know, in, in, in that wording or writing, it's not a capital C. But what's beautiful about that word in the text, it's a capital C. Again, because this was a child unlike any other child. Amen. <clears throat> so again, this was a child who was coming because there's another capital C that followed it, and his name is Christ. And so again, this is what we see. And what did he bring for us? He brought hope to us. Now, this hope is different because I feel like in the English language, we can sometimes lessen the power. I feel like we can lessen the power of some of these words. Like a lot of times when, when you think about, you know, when it's, it's about hope, it's, it's kind of like thought in the mindset when even when the word's used, it's like it may be a wishful thinking. Some of your sports teams. Your, <clears throat> your sports teams because I don't have any. I don't just, my sports, yeah, I'm going there. I got to go do it. I got to do it. <laughs> But uh, he was like, please don't do it, man. Don't do it. But, but it was like you had this wishful thinking. I, I, I was, you know, again, I always try to keep up with that after the fact. I don't watch it typically during. But I, I saw where there were some upsets that happened. And, um, and, and, and I think probably some of those team uh, fans probably went into those games yesterday when they kicked off with kind of like a wishful thinking that they hoped maybe something could happen. And that maybe it, would, it was something could take place somewhere along the way as you see it, the game kind of t- unfolding. And if, if your team is in the lead and you see things going a certain path, it may kind of turn into not just like maybe like this kind of wishful thinking. It kind of turns into like an expectant hope. Oh, man, and then those are, those are, it feels so good to sometimes be dashed in overtime and, and for that to be destroyed in, in the fourth quarter. But, man, it can kind of turn from like this, this kind of like wishful thing to maybe this time of expectation, expectant hope. But when I'm talking about hope this morning, when we see that word in the scriptures, when we study that out, we don't see it as some type of little wishful thinking or some type of maybe like an expect hope. This is a certain hope that we have. And the certain hope that we have today is the word of God. Amen. It is his word to us. And it is something today that we have been given to us as a promise. And so the birth of Jesus is the death of all fear, of all worry, of all struggle. And it produces for us a life of hope today that is only found in him. And so, again, this is glorious today. And this was, I was praying, I, I felt this heavy on my heart this week, that, man, there are so many people who are kind of in a waiting season. You're in an Advent season of your own. And, it, and, it, and for some of you, it is a waiting season for hope, for something to come, for something to shift and change. And I really felt like this is, I, I felt like it was from him, and, and it was just, just downloaded into my heart that he wants me to let you know this morning that the wait is over. <laughs> That the wait is over. And today I want you to grab hold of his promises today. And they're in his word. And there's a certain promise that we have that hope is here. I love the passage in Romans chapter 15 verse 13. We see a beautiful prayer crying out of saying, listen, that now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace. Oh, man, did you see that? Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace. 
And I, I was reading this, this this week. I was studying this passage. And those four things that God just, I really felt like he wanted us to look at during this season. That time of hope. That time of joy. That time of peace. That time in his presence. It all begins with hope. It starts there. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope. That's what I pray happens as a result of this word today. By the power. How? Not us. By the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's by his spirit today. So, Father, I pray for a release and an outpouring of hope today in this house. And let, it, let us abound in it this morning. Let's abound in hope. Why? Because hope today is here. And this is the joy in this. Secondly, we see this. Not only is hope here, it's arrived, it's come, and he's coming again. But our hope today is different than the hope of any other faith system, any other belief system. Today, our hope is living. Amen. Today, our hope is living. 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 3 and 4 says this. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope. <laughs> I don't have dead faith. I don't have dead hope this morning. I have a living hope. How? Through the resurrection of Jesus, that same Christ who came and was born, also again died, but he rose. That, that because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled that does not fade away and it's reserved in heaven for you. Amen. So we have a promise today. We will see him again. We can experience the hope that only he brings. And so the resurrection, the hope that it comes that I'm speaking about this morning, it's different than any other. I mean, it's, it's different. I, I have conversations and again, I, I talk about this often where I used to avoid folks of other faiths and, uh, and I use that word. I used to avoid cults. You know, I'm going to just call them what they are. They're a cult if they don't have Christ. Amen. And he is the center of that, the true living Christ. But I used to avoid conversations. Now I seek those out. Why? Because I have a living hope inside of me. I'm not having a conversation about, with someone about a Jesus who died and stayed dead. I'm not, I'm not talking about uh, someone who, again, who was, who was Michael and Archangel coming in a reincarnated body or he's, he's not the offspring of, of Lucifer, of, of God and one of his goddess wives and he's not the brother of Lucifer. We serve Jesus Christ, the living son of God, who brings today for us a living hope and it's unlike anything else anyone else has. So you this morning, you have something today. Come on, give God a praise for that. Amen. He is so good to us. We have that hope today, and it's a living hope. Hope is not a feeling. And so this morning, we're going to secure that faith and that hope in him. And so, again, maybe you feel like you've given it up and you're struggling. I want you to see what hope does. Now, in 1 Corinthians 13, what a cool passage. Uh, in 1 Corinthians 13, verse 13, we, we see something. We see three words described, and it says this, Now abides faith, hope, love, these three. But the greatest of these is love. Yeah. Oh, man, and I, I'm just thankful for the love of God. And I know you're like, well, bro, wrong passage. You're talking about hope this morning. And the greatest one is love. I, it's okay. It's all good. All right. But because but I want you to see something, and, and this is going to, you've got to be visual to help this. Some of you artistic folks, you're going to be able to see this. You're going to be able to witness this. 
But I wrote those four, those three words down in my notes, and I just, as I was just praying and thinking and studying on these three words, I just had those words, faith, hope, love, just right in front of me. And, and, and one of the, the things that just really stood out, and that the, the connector between faith and love is hope. It's, and, and I was like, and it went further because, again, my mind goes, go all kind of places, and as you look at screen, sometimes things can get, you know, sort of kind of hitting all blurry. But it was, it was wild how it happened. It was just, as I was looking at that, I just kind of what, and I put this in my notes, and I want you to write this down if, if you're taking notes, but I want you to write those three words, faith, hope, and love. I want you to see today what hope is. It is this connection between the two. But that first letter in H, and I know some of you are like, that's cheesy, bro. It's just what I saw, and, uh, and it's what it hit me with. Come on. That, that first letter H and that last letter E just became, like, capitalized. So big. And I was like, not only is hope the connection, he is. He's the connection today, and he is our only hope, and he today is our living hope. Why? Because that certain word that we have will not change. His words will stand the test of all time, and it's going to stand today. So, so tell your neighbor, hope's here. Amen. And say, hope is living. And third, this morning, I want you to see what hope does. Hope is our anchor. It is the thing that's going to sustain us. I mean, going through this season, going into the next, hope is going to be the thing that's going to secure, anchor your faith. Hebrews 6, 19 and 20 says this, this hope that we have as an anchor of the soul. Oh, man, the hope that we have, it is an anchor of our soul, both sure and steadfast, which enters the presence behind the veil, where the forerunner has entered for us, even Jesus, having become high priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. That's a whole message, but I want you to see this morning that we have today our hope as an anchor for our soul. And so today, maybe this is where you maybe you feel like, man, I'm being tossed all around. This, this season has me so, like, just all over the place, bro. Listen, I want you to see today what hope can do. It can anchor your soul. It can be the source today. And, and maybe this morning you feel, like, unstable. And maybe, like, that's where, that's where your heart's at today. What, what do we need to do? We need to put our hope in him. When hope is put on delay, it'll, it'll do this. Proverbs, book of wisdom, verse thir- chapter 13, verse 12. It says this. It says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. It makes the heart sick. But when the desire comes, it is a tree of life. So what does hope do? Hope in him produces life in us. Hope in him produces life in us. And so this morning, this is what we have. And again, so different than any other. It's a hope that's living. The Word of God said it's active. And we have this hope today that will carry us. And it's a certain promise that we have. And this is, this is I don't know if you've ever seen this passage in this way. We talk about faith a lot. But in Hebrews 11.1, 1, it says this. It says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. 
And if it is, so this is literally, hope is, a, we see this in faith as a substance. And it means this. It means it is a setting under. It, is, it means it is a, it's like a substructure, a foundation, is a firm foundation that we can stand upon this morning. That's what hope is for me and you. That's what hope does for us. And I want you to see how this works. Like faith is, is, the, is it. Faith is the foundation, but the material for that is made of hope. So I want to see hope restored in lives today. And I want us today to be able to just turn back to him, look to him today. I want, I'm, again, praying that hope arises in this room. And, and I, I, there's a powerful passage, a powerful quote by Charles Spurgeon. And, and this is what he said in Prince of Preachers. Hope, hope, hope this, is what, this is what it says. Hope itself is like a star. Hope itself is like a star. Not to be seen in the sunshine of, of prosperity, and only to be discovered in the night of adversity. Man, I read, that, I read that quote this week. Hope itself is like a star, not to be seen in the sunshine of prosperity, and only to be discovered in the night of adversity. And I, I, again, my mind and just how it can happen sometimes, I begin to think about singing those Christmas songs and if you know me, I'm not a big Christmas song guy. I don't listen to it. I, I just, very little. I'm, I'm sorry. Don't hate me. Some of y'all are like, man, I've been listening to that stuff all year long, bro. And I know my wife's one of those. She's a fan. And uh, we have this conversation about it often. But I, I, I was thinking about some of those little Christmas songs and some of those little courses. And, and I was thinking about a star. And after reading this quote about hope being that, being a star. You might have remember singing about a little star of Bethlehem. And you may or may not know, but it's Bible. And in Matthew chapter 2, verses 9 through 11. And again, what a Christmas season we're entering into. What a beautiful promise that we have. But verses 9 through 11 say this. It says, when they heard the king, they departed. And behold, the star. I want to think about it again. Put that connection with this quote today, that this hope is like a star. And we see this promise here. We see again, it says that this star which they had seen in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. And when they saw again the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. That should be our response to seeing Jesus. Amen. They fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. I want to invite you to stand. And as you stand this morning, I want you to take a moment, if you would, and, and just right where you're standing, just... Pause and just, if you would, just bow your heads, close your eyes. And I want you just to take a moment today and just really begin to just think about these words that we've heard today, the passages that we've read, the scripture that has been shared. And about the hope today that's available in this very room. The hope that is here today to minister to everyone who's watching. It's, it's here. It's living and today it's an anchor to your soul. And it's again, it's, it's, it's here and it's available through him. And I want to see this morning again just 
hope arise, hope be connected, and hearts again who just need that this morning. And just as heads are bowed and eyes are closed, if, if today you need hope in your life, you need hope in a situation, Maybe, again, you're facing something, you're going through something. Maybe, again, it's a difficult time. Maybe people know about your situation. Maybe you haven't told anyone. Listen today, I, I don't want you to carry that by yourself today. We always a church family. We want to we pray there and be there for, for one another. And, and so today, if you need hope this morning, in a, in a situation, you need help in your life, I want to invite you just to do this. Just lift your hand up high to heaven. If there's an area today that you need hope in this room, yeah, they're from front to back. They're from left to right. There's many across the room right now. Listen, we just want to gather around you. We want to pray with you. We want to, I believe this this morning, that as we pray, as we come, and as we turn to him, hope's going to arise. Why? Because we have a certain word. We have a promise today. We have a living hope, and his name's Jesus. And so our worship team is going to minister. And as they minister in this last song together, if you've lifted your hand, I want to invite you to do this. I want to invite you to just step out and begin to come. And you can stand off to the left or right. You can come right here center. But you can kneel. You can bow. Whatever today that you need. But I want you to come. And why would I ask that? Because we want to pray with you. We want to release the hope of God into your situation. So, again, many hands are raised. So I invite you just to begin to make your way out. If you need prayer today, if you need hope in any situation this morning, come. And as a minister, as a um, worship team begins to minister in song, I want you today to have, again, not just like a wishful thinking, but a certain word of hope today in your heart and life. And so, Father, today we just thank you for the hope that's going to be released. We thank you that it's going to be poured out in this house. It is for unto us that you came, and it was hope that you brought, and it brings life to every situation. It turns hopeless things today around. And we just declare it in this place, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Let's worship the Lord together. Thank you again for listening to this message. We hope it's been a source of encouragement for you today. If you need prayer or a lot to support this ministry through giving, stop by faithrenewed.org.